0: Winning Sizen returns at mybookie.ag and it's time to get in on the action. First time players can get started by doubling your first deposit, giving you the firepower to add excitement to the games you love. College football odds boosts, NFL lock of the week season and over $500,000 in contest prizes live on site bookie i know you're gonna bet this season so do the smart thing and sign up with my bookie and use our promo code zabe that's charlie zulu alpha bravo echo to get your first ever deposit matched dollar for dollar that's extra money credited to your account instantly just for using promo code zabe and making your first deposit today bet anything anytime anywhere with my bookie and when you win get paid Add FitBod to your workout essentials. Join today to get your personalized workout plan. Get 25% off your subscription or try the app for free at FitBod.me slash Zabe. That's F-I-T-B-O-D dot slash Zabe.
1: This country was built on a distinctly American work ethic. But today, work is in trouble. We've outsourced most of our manufacturing to other countries. And with that, we sent away good jobs and diminished our capability to make things. American Giant is a clothing company that's pushing back against this tide. They make a variety of high-quality clothing and activewear, like sweatshirts, jeans, dresses, jackets, and so much more. All made right here in the USA, from growing the cotton to adding the final touches. So when you buy American Giant... You create jobs for seamsters, cutters, and factory workers in towns and cities across the United States. And it's about more than an income. Jobs bring pride, purpose. They stitch people together. If all that sounds good to you, visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with promo code STAPLE20.
2: Five, five, four, four, three, three, two, one, one. Strap in. You are looking live at a sold-out Memorial Stadium in Columbia.
0: What the hell is it,
1: It starts with teams. Let's hit it rolling now. Let's learn this thing today. This is NFL, which stands for not for long when you make the oh, calls. Man. I'll be selling Go groceries. Down.
2: They shot me in Denver. You won't you, you won't run. Run. We, we, run. Run. we 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 run. Run. We We, we, run. Run. we That's three! One, two, three!
0: Still the greatest open I have ever created. You are looking live at week two out of 17 of the National Football League. Coming off a dog day opening week like they've never seen before. 12 of the 16 games, the underdog covered. Best record in 38 years. Fantastic bookend games as well. Brady and the Bucs clipping the Cowboys 31-29 on Thursday. Then the Raiders winning the game, losing the game, then winning the game again in overtime on a zero blitz against Baltimore, 33-27, in the brand new and packed to the gills Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas. Biggest shocks of the week? Arizona smashing the Titans. The Saints pancing the Packers. And the Steelers showing we're not dead yet by stunning Buffalo in Orchard Park. So here we go. Week two in the NFL. It's your 1-9-2-2-1-1 lineup. Thursday night's game of the 0-1 New York Giants against the 0-1 Washington football team was too late for this edition of the Zabecast. That takes us to the 1 o'clock games and you are looking live at a humbled Bills team still taking on a traditional rival. The 0-1 Bills Against the 1-0 Dolphins. Buffalo minus three on the road in Miami at Hard Rock Stadium. 47 and is the total. Buffalo hasn't beaten the Finns in six straight since 1989. They're going for six in a row with this game Sunday. Huh, who is the quarterback at 89? Dan Marino, anybody? Anyone want to hear a Dan Marino flub tape? You'll get
2: round trip, airfare, and tickets to a game. A complete uniform and a chance to meet me. Stay tuned. I'll have details on how to enter, and we'll be announcing a winner later tonight. Okay, it was a little long, and
0: I, I think we flubbed on that last. Did not flub at all.
2: No, it wasn't a flub. It <laughs> was no fucking flub. <laughs> but, uh, it was not a flub. Uh, you to see that back No, you come, come on. Let's so do, it. do it. Let's okay. <clears throat> I'll have details on how to enter, and we'll be announcing a winner later tonight. I can send it in. <laughs> <laughs> nope. I don't want to see
0: shit. <laughs> Fox's Brandon Godin, Matt Millen, Sarah Kustak on the call, Craig <laughs> Rollstad, your referee. That takes us to Cincinnati, and you are looking live at Joseph Lee Burrow, a.k.a. the Cincinnati Kid, the 1-0 and Bengals. Against the 0-1 Bears, Chicago, a two-and-a-half point favorite, and this one total is 45. What does the Gambletron say? I said, what does the Gambletron say? Come on, Frank Gambletron. Oh, come on now. Oh, it's not playing for me. Interesting. That's a flaw in the software. Uh, it said Cincinnati by 3,000 points. More Justin Fields, please. So say the Bear fans. They're begging Matt Nagy. Nagy's saying, mm, we're working on it. Kevin Kugler for Fox, Mark Sanchez, and the perpetually tan and talented Laura Oakman on the call. Land Clark is your referee. That takes us to Jacksonville. You are looking live at Teddy Bridgewater now 27 and 23 as a starter. Put some respect on that man's name, will you? The 1 0 Denver Broncos and Teddy come in six point favorites over the Jags. If you had the over on one week before Urban Meyer started looking at other jobs and having to deny said interest? Guess what? You lost. CBS's Spiro Spiroditas J. Feely on the call. Clay Martin is your referee. That takes us to Cleveland. And you are looking live at the largest point spread on the board in the young 2021 season. The Houston Texans, despite winning in week one, are 12 And a half point underdogs to the 0-1 Cleveland Browns who gave the Chiefs all they wanted and then some. Browns haven't been this big of a favorite since they respawned in 1999. Miles Garrett is going to be hunting in this game. Look out, Tyrod Taylor. CBS is Greg Gumbel, Adam Archuleta, A.J. Ross on the sidelines. Brad Rogers is your referee. That takes us to Indianapolis. And you are looking live at the two, two, two wives of new Rams quarterback Matt Stafford. The 1-0 Rams are three-and-a-half point favorites against the 0-1 Colts. Total is 48, and for reference, the smoking hot blonde with a 22-year-old surfer body who survived brain cancer, that's Kelly, his wife. The 30-ish, taller hot blonde with a volleyball-type body, that's not Mrs. Stafford. That is, in fact, a woman woman by the name of Allie Chappas. How do I know this? I looked it up. Fox's Kenny Albert, Jonathan Vilma, and Lindsey Zardiak. Another tall, beautiful blonde. On the sideline. Sean Smith is your referee. That takes us to Pittsburgh. And you are looking live at the unstoppable tight end Darren Waller, who went 10 catches for a buck five and a touchdown on a staggering 19 targets on Monday night. One zero Vegas against one zero Pittsburgh Steelers minus six. The total is forty-seven. CBS's Ian Eagle, Charles Davis, Evan Washburn on the call. Jerome Boger is your referee.
2: After the layup lay of game offense number twenty-one for a dead ball spiking of the football into the field of play. Five-yard penalty. After a fourth of the penalty, we'll be first
0: and ten. boy Jerome. That takes us to the Meadowlands. And you are looking live at the first of several juicy first rounder on first rounder quarterback showdowns this year. Mac Jones versus Zach Wilson. Mac versus Zach, the 0 1 Patriots. Six point favorites at the 0 1 J E T S Jets. 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 CBS's Kevin Harlan, with no regard for human life. Trent Green and Melanie Collins on the call. Sean Hockley, your referee, or as Scott Lynn likes to call him, Sean of the Ed. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. That takes us, still in the 1 o'clock hour, to Carolina. And you are looking live at Christian Jackson McCaffrey, the great white truth. Want to know New Orleans... A three-point favorite at 1-0 Carolina. It's a division game, Smokey. Last week, Christian McCaffrey got right back to producing in the on the air, in the air, on the ground, you name it, he can do it. He is the greatest white running back since John Riggins, flat out. Fun stat, by the way, Jameis Winston threw a ball 50 yards in the air for a touchdown to that little shrimp, Deontay Harris, who's fast as hell from Assumption College. Do you know that Drew Brees, in 9,421 passes as a Saint, never did that. Never threw a ball 50 yards in the air. YOLO! The Crab Leg Kid can air it out. Fox's Chris Myers, Daryl Moose Johnston, and Jen Hale. On the call, your referee, is Ron Torbert. That takes us to Philadelphia. And you are looking live at the smoldering wreckage of Raheem Mostert's knee. Done for the year. What a dagger. The 1-0 San Francisco 49ers, three-point favorites at the 1-0 Philadelphia Eagles. Jalen Hurts looked great last week. Total, by the way, is 50. But hey, speaking of Mostert, next man up, Elijah Mitchell, a sixth-rounder out of Louisiana, over 100 yards in relief last week. Look for more of him this week. Fox's Adam Amin, Mark Schlereth. And Shannon Spake on the call. Brad Allen is your referee. And that is it for your 1 o'clock games. We go to the 405 bridge window, and we go to Tampa Bay. You are looking live at the ageless Tom Brady versus the rapidly aging Matt Ryan. 0-1-1 Atlanta is a whopping 12.5-point underdogs to the 1-0 Tampa Bay Bucks. Did you see Tom Brady's new goal? 50 fuck you retire already cause why not hell he's almost halfway there Tom
2: Brady they're a good team and uh, we played them earlier this year you know I know you know everyone thinks we suck and you know can't win any games so we'll see it'll be fun
0: (laughs) Kevin Burkhardt for Fox Greg Olson and Pam Oliver on the call Carl cha 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 Jeffers your referee that takes us to Arizona, and you are looking live at the diminutive, Kyler Murray, who might just be the real deal. Hell, I remember when he was threatening to go play baseball. That would have been a waste. He was a one-man highlight show last week, along with, of course, DeAndre Hopkins. 1-0 Arizona, three-and-a-half point favorite against Minnesota and Kirk Cousins. It is Mr. Off-Schedule in Murray versus mister Unschedule Un-Schedule in Kirk Cousins. Huh. Total is 50 and a half. Foxes Fox Gus Johnson, Akib Talib, as well as Megan Olivi on the sideline. Bill Vinovich is your referee. That's the 405 Bridge Games. We got two. When we go to 425, and we go to Los Angeles. You are looking live at Justin Herbert, who just shredded... The Wolfskin secondary last week converting 14 of 17 third downs. Talk about a daggering. 0 1 Dallas taking on 1 0 Los Angeles, the Chargers. Chargers are minus 3.5. Cowboys have some extra rest. Total is 55 and a hook. That's the largest number on the board. Can Zeke Elliott return to some form of being an elite RB1?
2: Cowboys, cowboys, what What you gonna gonna do?
0: do? I don't know, maybe give the ball to Zeke a bit more. You know, uh, Joey Bosa's brother, uh, or uh, Nick Bosa's brother, wait, which Bosa? Joey Bosa for the Chargers, he's pretty fucking good too. Anyhow, Jim Nance, Tony Romo, Tracy Wolfson will be running up the tab at the Hollywood Beverly Hills with their room service, calling the game. Tony Carrenti is your referee. That takes us to the last of the fours, and we go to Seattle. And you are looking live at the boss chef in the Seahawk kitchen, Russell Wilson, who was cooking last week. 0-1 0-1 Tennessee takes on the 1-0 Seahawks, who are six-point favorites in front of the 12s. You know, last week, Tyler Lockett made an outrageous Willie Mays-style catch over his shoulder. It was business as usual for him, though. Meanwhile, offensive tackle Taylor Lewan praised Chandler Jones for his five sacks, saying, "You you destroyed me, but thank you, it'll make me better. CBS's Andrew Catalan, James Lofton, and Sherry Burris on the call. John Hussey is your referee. That takes us to Sunday night, and we go to Baltimore. And you are looking live at the best meme in football right now. Tyreek down there somewhere. 1-0 Kansas City, 0-1 Baltimore. Chiefs are minus 3.5, total 54 and a hook. It's the fourth straight year these teams will meet, and the Chiefs have gone 3-0 and with Mahomes in that span. NBC's L. Michaels with the call. Chris Collinsworth and Michelle Tafoya. Cleet Blakeman is your referee. And that takes us to Monday Night Football and Green Bay. And you are looking live at Mr. Beautiful Mystery Himself, Aaron Charles Rogers, who turned in a flat out dud last week. The 0 1 Lions take on the 0 1 Packers. Green Bay is an 11 point favorite. Total is 48 and a hook. Packers have swept the Lions in back to back years. That's four straight. But they got swept in back to back years. So they had lost four straight to the Lions. Steve Levy, Brian Greasy, Lewis, Lisa Salters on the A cast on ESPN and ABC on the B-Cast, the Manning cast on ESPN2. Yo, Adrian is your referee, Adrian Hill. And there it is, week number two in the National Football League. To make winning this season your best ever with my bookie, with a historic 18-week schedule offering more action than ever before, you need a sportsbook casino that's reliable, and you won't find a better place than my bookie. I know you're gonna bet this season, so do the smart thing and sign up with my bookie and use our promo code Zabe. That's Charlie Zulu. Alpha Bravo Echo to get your first ever deposit matched dollar for dollar that's extra money credited to your account instantly just for using promo code ZABE and making your first deposit today bet anything anytime anywhere with my bookie and when you win get paid now that the table is set it's time that we eat time to talk to mr x from the website just call me mr x.com see how our picks did see what his specials are for the week and go from there mr x Thanks. happy and profitable thursday evening to you we are getting off the ground well in time for tonight's washington new york game aren't we That's the plan. (laughs) That's the plan. Unless we go an hour and 10 minutes, which people would say, okay, that's it. I'm turning off the podcast too much X.
2: (laughs) Exactly. They might have already done that.
0: (laughs) Uh, I don't think so because I brought back a rousing rendition of You Are Looking Live. And you will hear it when you listen to the podcast. You always watch game film. I respect that about you. You listen to your podcast appearances. You listen to the podcast in general just to make sure you're current on things. I think I nailed it with your Looking Live. Now, some may disagree. Some may say, I like it better with Scott and Solly. And I would say, sure, I like it better with them as well. But at least I got it in in 15 minutes. So, set the table, now we eat. That's the new phrase. Right. I set the table, and now we eat. Let's talk about last week's meal first. Okay. How did you and I go with our official picks here on the
2: show? You did well. You nailed your Rams as your lock, easy, yes. ding ding. You went two and one overall. You also took Houston, which was a s- silly easy win, and your loss was the Pats, which was a tough loss. They should have won that game. You should have been three and zero, oh, but as they say, but it's, you went two and one. Yeah, all three good picks. So,
0: did you watch uh, the Patriot game and, and Mac Jones? I, you probably did. You're still a Pats fan, even though you're a Brady fan as well.
2: Yeah, I watched it, but when I watch them on Sunday, I mean, I got, you know, four or five at once, and then I watch every game over between Monday and Friday Do you, I watch them for real.
0: Do you, you get the NFL game pass, the $99
2: not exactly. <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> well, let me say this. I, you know, the NFL fleeces the shit out of all of us uh or provides services we're glad to pay for, depends on your perspective, but the $99 game pass is fantastic because you get not only the cut up 30-minute game, you know, shortcuts, you get the full games if you want to watch the whole thing and listen to all the jib jab in between plays and during delays and timeouts and injuries. And you get the all twenty twos from not just one angle but two angles, so it's a lot of stuff you get for a hundred bucks for the year.
2: Yes, I get a lot more for my hundred, but it still sounds good.
0: Okay, fair enough. We'll leave it at that. So, how did Mac Jones look to you?
2: I thought he looked very good. Um, they should have won that game. He looked good. They had two two brutal fumbles that lost the game, but uh, Jones did not look like a you know he he didn't tear it up, but he looked very comfortable yeah. and. Uh, he had a good day. So
0: um, those were my picks, two and one. My lock came home. What about your picks?
2: Mine were almost as good, but <laughs> I went one and two. I did not do well. i <laughs> say almost as good. <laughs> almost as good as your two and one. Okay. Now, I lost Indy, um, and you tried to get me off that. I lost Indy. I got Carolina, and I was just listening to our show uh, a couple hours ago, as you know, Trying to catch up, and what I said was, with no Austin Eckler, we got to love Washington. I don't know how you and I both said Eckler was ruled out for the week. He played, played well. It was, the Washington still probably could have won that game, but obviously that was won by Sunday with Eckler playing. You know, we didn't play it, but on Thursday everybody said he was out. Whatever, a loss is a loss on the show. So
0: did I say he is ruled out for sure, or did I say it? I did.
2: Yeah, we both had read that he was out, and we actually said that, because it it was announced on Thursday. And by Sunday, it was a surprise. He's not only good to go, but he's fine.
0: Would it have made a difference? Probably. I mean, yeah, he's a really good back. He didn't necessarily carve him up, but, I mean, it was Justin Herbert who was just
2: phenomenal. True, but I mean you, you obviously want the number one guy out the lineup. And I ended up not playing him on Sunday once they announced that he was playing, of course. Yeah. Um but you know that's that's the nature of Thursday. But so that's how we did. Not a bad start. A great start for you, and we'll you know we'll get back. All, right. All right, here's a
0: email from John Hawkinson in Delaware. Oh boy. <laughs> he writes, Mr. X. Uh <laughs> Zabe. Minor complaint. Go ahead. Oh, boy. I'm <laughs> All these different. Wait. Don't
2: tell me I'm an amateur again. We all know I'm not a professional. I'm an amateur.
0: Minor complaint. <laughs> but could you get some structure to Mr. <laughs> X? Seems like his goal is to prevent you from documenting his picks. Wow. Last week, he mentioned three college games. But on all three, he ultimately said to stay away from the game. Those aren't picks. They weren't. And this, this whole, my picks Sunday are different than Friday. Stop it. Everybody in America makes their picks on Friday. Well, in your defense, and to you, Mr. John Hawkinson in Delaware, we record on Thursday night. Thursday to Friday is a huge difference because a lot of guys don't practice till Friday. So we don't know. See the Eckler situation. Anyway, even on the rover and over, he seems like he doesn't want to document the specific games. Lots of hedging. At some point, he's going to become an older Jimmy the Greek just buying a win ticket on every horse. Ha ha. Anyhow, love the podcasts. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Thanks sincerely,
2: John Hawkinson. Do I get a rebuttal? Absolutely. Fire fire away. How many times do you and I get emails that say basically, let me summarize. You suck, love the podcast. Really? (laughs) Which is it? (laughs) <laughs> which is it? okay but my answer is this one thing you have done with me point blank for 21 years on your show is documented the crap out of it oh
0: it's all on tape Everything it's now, documented but, what, on tape we don't fuck around right. in that regard
2: when we talked last week we kind of were doing a big old overview and we talked about key college games i didn't pick them there's no not. Done. I didn't pick those three games. Those three games were games of interest to watch. They were not like, "Hey, I love this side. He's dead right." I did not make a pick in the college games we talked about.
0: Because we don't. Yes. Here's here's the thing, uh, John, Hawkinson. We don't make college picks on this podcast. If you want Mr. X's college steam, you can go to call dot com. We make a small smattering of NFL picks, with a full caveat that picking on Thursday is not necessarily the best strategy. We documented, and oh, by the way, the last couple years, we've been av- better than your average fucking bear.
2: Yeah, but the other thing I would say to that, by the way, I mean, last week, by the way, Dano tore it up in college. He, he was 4-0. I didn't do as well. I think I was 2-2. Two and two. But the other thing is, any, it's not just about... Thursday, Sunday, Eckler and injuries, gamblers get there's two things. One, gamblers get a lot of data from lines and moves, and that shit don't happen till the end. And the second thing is, Zabe, I watch even when it comes to my opinions, I watch all sixteen games a second time. We're recording now. I've watched eight of the sixteen. So is it possible to rewatch more games? <laughs> And, and get new info on Friday and Saturday, yes, it is. Sorry. We're doing what we can.
0: With, with all due respect, Mr. X, seeing yes. the video you sent
2: Which me, is what you said when you're about to not be <laughs> respectful.
0: But go ahead. It's in the Geneva Con- Convention, yeah. as Ricky Bobby once said. Uh, with the video you sent today of you on your boat, uh-huh. Don't Tell Mom, with <laughs> your beautiful German shepherd named Kobe. That Kobe. was what your sons named him after you-know-who on a crystalline blue sky mirror glass calm main lake as peaceful as can be given that you have nothing else on your docket you should be through more than 8 fucking games through this point of the week my man what's keeping well, you busy throughout the rest of the week let's go in the in the immortal words of lisa simpson you would think you would, that you, <laughs> You wouldn't think that. Anyway, who the fuck cares? Here's another email. This one is not critical. It's a genuine question. Brian French writes to say, Zabe, you've always talked with Mr. X about betting late in the week as the smarter play. However, isn't there a counter argument that if you bet the line when it opens, there's still value there as it hasn't been moved yet by the sharps. I understand that a small group of people have the intel to make those bets, I'm certainly not one of them, but Mr. X clearly would be. Also, could you ask him his view on how important it is to get your bets at a price better than the closing line? Some say it's the only thing better should evaluate their performance against.
2: Excellent question. There's two parts to that, though. Number one is called chasing a line, which a smart better just quits and doesn't chase. If you love a team at minus six... And the sharps move that to minus seven or seven and a half. Yes, you can say, darn, wished I'd got it, but you don't chase it. You let it go. There's another fight coming. You don't you. He's right. You do want the best line. If you constantly take that new line over the year, you're not, you're not going to be in a good position. Sometimes you just pass them. So the other half of that question is, well, why not bet it early? Well that's freaking hindsight. I mean, <laughs> yes, but you don't know that. If you, hey, remember when, your pick last week was the Rams. And what did I tell you on the podcast? I said your number 1 pick. I said take it today by the seven and a half to 7. It'll be 9 on Sunday night. What did it close at? 9. Yeah. So his point is accurate. Sometimes you can see that coming. Sometimes you can't, and the real answer to that is yes. If you're really in love and take the line where it is, if you think it's going to go the other way, great. But I, when you're talking real money, I don't want to lock in on Wednesday to grab a point and have four guys cheat and be knocked out because of COVID rules like the Broncos last That's year. That's true. It's not worth it. Yeah. In, in,
0: in, in this COVID era, until it's finally over, being early is a very risky proposition exactly all right one more uh Manderson saying uh via email zave at yahoo.com zave i really missed the old cbs nfl today music open your friday show where was it last week also missed your snappy presentation of the games before you bring on mr x i know it's got to be a lot of work but i really missed it please bring it back please drew in lakeland florida well drew if you're listening right now you just heard it so congratulations Mazel tov, it's back. Wait, congratulations, Mazel. I should say, you're welcome. You're welcome. Okay, so we've gotten on record for our picks last week. I mentioned in You Are Looking Live, it was a dog day Sunday and Monday last week in the NFL. 12 of the 16 games the dogs covered. Best record in 38 years.
2: Hello? Mr. X, Zabe, are you the, I'm sorry, I lost the whole email. You dropped I thought you dropped the call. I'm oh, sorry.
0: no problem. You're Here we there. are. I was going to say uh, last week, twelve of the sixteen games won by the dogs covered. you. Best record in 38 years. Any Correct. reasoning to that? In your opinion?
2: Well, okay. Sorry, I'm going to sound like a smarty, but last week, remember the one thing we talked about when I, we started this pod years ago was I try to teach gambling. I'm not trying to sit here and just, you know, a, a guy who picks a winner is as hot as good as his most recent streak. OK, the two things I said last week is one, skip the first two weeks if you want to. In the NFL, it's ne- it's never good to get buried early. And the second thing I said is if you're going to play in week one, try to take pluses on most of your bets. OK. OK, how do we do? He's dead right. Twelve dogs. Uh, the, the favorites went four and twelve. So that was a good lesson to learn, and it was dead on, once again, like it is most years. Why was it the best one ever? I don't know. You could make a few cases for that. Maybe the lack of preseason, even the teams, and the better teams aren't really as as better as they should be yet. I don't know.
0: Okay, what percentage of games went over last week?
2: Uh, The overs went seven and nine.
0: And what did the public money do last week?
2: Public did uh, did just what the favorites did. They went three and ten, pretty Beautiful. much the way I track them. Yeah, yep. <laughs> It was just what we saw coming. It was like, yeah. you know, I said, don't just play every dog. It's not that easy. But obviously, if you had, it would have worked well. The, the only thing I said last week was, stay away from the chalk.
0: Yeah. Uh, you also said take it slow. And you said right. how's four and four and twelve? Was the four and twelve just the funsies, picks? Oh no, four and twelve no. is the favorites. Went four and twelve. That's yeah, why you want to go slow. Yeah, yeah. Right. I hear you.
2: Well, I mean, it's easy. Like I said, you know, take the dogs, but go slow. And now everybody's like, "Whoa, I didn't like take all the dogs." It's it's okay. You know, right. it's
0: Don't okay. get greedy. Uh, the rovers went two Actually, and no, six. Greed is
2: good. <laughs>
0: yeah, the rover and over play, which is a college oh. play only. Usually. Not you, usually, I has there. I can't remember a pro rover and over.
2: There's been a handful, but okay. anyway, it's it's usually college. Sure,
0: college play in which the dog, which is getting a massive pile of points. As long as well, let's see, there let's say a dog is a massive underdog fifty five point dog, right? Sure. And the total is within shouting distance of the actual spread. Let's say the total is sixty five. Then the rover and over is to bet both the underdog, that's rover, and the over, and don't tie them together and just sit tight. Very good chance. That as long as the third team scores half of what the difference is, correct, you're covered on a one and one. And if they hit both, then guess what? It's like going twenty to one. So the yeah. rover and overs have so far this year gone two and six. And no, last this
2: week they were 2-6. oh and this six. week they were two and this six, week.
0: and that was fucking great because why? Yes.
2: Well, you paid the juice on six pairs, and we hit two to go two and zero. Oh. That's a really nice day. And by the way, okay, we talk about teaching in the rover and over. I don't think on your podcast, anybody wanted to listen to me name eight. Morgan State plus 47 <laughs> and over 57. Another one, Wagner. No, that's not what we're doing. I was showing you the theory and you've got your email is right. I, you know what? The subscribers on the website, they get all eight written up. But we're not sitting here on here going through it. And by the way, if you recall, possibly I emailed you when I or texted you when I was upset about one of them. We should have had a third win. Morgan State scores on the last play of the game to hit the rover and over, and then I realized they don't do the PAT anymore when you score. out uh, the
0: <laughs> so they were they
2: were catching uh, they were catching uh, forty eight and a half, and they lost by forty nine. <laughs>
0: All right, so the, the there was eight rover and overs, so that's a total of sixteen wagers, correct? And you lost six of those, which correct. means you paid on a well, hy- hypothetical ten hypothetical hundred dollar wager on each,
2: right? So that you would have lost ten dollars six times, sixty dollar won- losses,
0: twice. and you would have won two hundred twice. So that's four hundred minus sixty,
2: correct? <laughs> pretty good. good day. Pretty good day. That's that's pretty all good your day. It's still a good day, right. And we were a PAT away from hitting the third one. It was it was a good Rover and Over day. Okay. The number of emails from my website, the whole, it's like you'll you learn how this works just in time for it to be over because, like, this week will be the end of it. You won't get them after this
0: Well, week. that's the thing. The Rover and Over season is short. It's only in early <laughs> September with the non-con games, the pay-to-play games and whatnot. They're like Mackinac peaches. They're ripe for about two weeks a year. So, yep. all right. Uh, League stuff in the NFL. Let's start. uh, Subject
2: number one, punts. Well, I I, uh, I watched this again. There's always an evolution in football. One team learns something, and then a few years later, the other team learns how to stop it or whatever. There's There's a learning curve. All these punters have learned how to do these Phil Mickelson flop shots that hit and kick backwards, right? They no longer bound into the end zone and what i cannot understand is why do you fair catch this ball that's going to kick the other direction the th- lions are the only team that figured it out this week they they let it drop on the 4 and it kicks to the 14 why do you keep fair that's catching the ball on the 5 and everyone goes cuz it's not going in the end zone I'm like no shit but it's going the other way
0: right the theory is is to prevent is to at least keep you at Mm -hmm. first and goal or first and 10 at the seven, which gives you
2: room to operate instead of first and 10 10. at the one. Right. But they just don't go forward a foot or two. They usually the it. They're all, if you watch them now, they're all got this knuckleball, uh, you know, lob wedge and they go the other way. Pretty soon teams are going to figure out to, to not field those balls.
0: I'm not sure it's a guarantee. They all go backwards.
2: No, but you know, okay, look, it's their job. <laughs> I know. So you ought to know the guy who can do that.
0: I know. Uh, the other thing is there is a couple of insane fourth down go for it.
2: There were more fourth downs this week than I can remember.
0: When Matt LaFleur went for fourth and one and a meaty one at his own 30 something early uh, in the game, I said, what are you trying to do? If you convert, what have you won? More downs. Uh, That's what I keep saying. You've won another 70 yards of trying to get into the end zone. And if you lose, you're already minus three because the other team's in field goal position. That's a terrible fucking
2: exchange of odds. The time you go for it is back in, let's call it the Brady versus Peyton Manning games, where, you know, keeping the ball matters because everyone's scoring. But you said in these games where it's like, hey, you're only on the 29. We can make that foot okay, great. Congratulations. You got 70 more yards to go. What did you get out of that?
0: See, I you would know. go for fourth and less than two every time on the plus side, and sure. I would never go for fourth and one or less on the minus side unless getting it would end the game with knees. It's important. All right. yeah,
2: the, what, what you always say to yourself is, Congratulations. It's your ball. You're on the third. (laughs) The the Bengals did it. The Bengals. I know. Early in the game. I think it was first or early second quarter. They went fourth and one on the twenty nine, And after you convert, you go, okay, Joe Burrow, you just need 70 more yards. You're not going to get it. And three downs later, you're punting anyway.
0: The other problem I had was with Riverboat Ron, who punted away on the plus 40, fourth and seven, seven minutes and change to go. Thinking, sure. I want to pin him back inside the ten. Well, he did, but then he never got the ball back because they couldn't get they couldn't get uh, Herbert off the field. And he said, "Well, we got him into a third and seventeen. We just couldn't stop him." I like you know, we did what we were supposed to. It just we just didn't execute. I'm like, you can't look yeah. at it that way. You can't. It could have been a third and five that they were in. Yeah. Like, no, you, but, yeah, but, you're not a but, soothsayer. Like to me, I look at it like this. So if you punt him back there and you stop him one, two, three, and get the ball back. where where are you going to get the ball back? You're going to get the ball back 10 or 15 yards behind where you had it the last time, probably at the 50 or at the minus 45, right? You're going to have a minute and a half fewer, uh, a minute and a half less time to operate with. You're back to almost square one, only only it'll be first down, not fourth down, which is a bit of an advantage. To me, that's not worth it if it's a convertible fourth down, which fourth and seven is. You get much longer than that, the odds go way down. But fourth and seven or less, that's a fucking go for it, if you ask me.
2: There's another piece of that equation that you left out. I agree with everything you said. The other part of it is you got Heineke at the helm. Two chances to score is better than one chance to score. You don't have, you know, if you got Tom Brady, you say, give me the ball once and we win. When you got Heineke, like, well, you know what? If we go for it here and miss and stop him, we'll have a second turn. Screw the field position. I want two turns, not one turn. Also, I thought yeah, I, I there were yeah. two teams that did that. The other one was Pittsburgh. It's what I call Buffalo, rather, in the pit game. I call it the Xbox rule. It's, it's <laughs> the biggest mistake they make is as if it's predetermined like playing Xbox, kind of what you said. I go here. I don't go here. The part they leave out is, have you been watching the rest of the game today? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and right. he, forget what you would do on a normal chart. Okay, you got Heineke coming off the bench, and all I could think of was if he misses, he'll get one more turn. I want him to have two turns, not one. And and Buffalo did it in a similar situation, the opposite. They were completely dominating Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh had no yardage whatsoever. Buffalo's up ten nothing at midfield. They go on fourth and two. And I looked at that one and said, Have you watched the game? On it to the 10, they haven't moved the ball. Yeah. They're not going to, and instead they ran a goofy trick play, lose yards, pits immediately in the game. You've got, you got, you can't just use the chart like an extra point. You have to say, are we moving the ball today? Can we convert this, or are we not? You know, you have to change based on the game. Yeah.
0: Also, you got to know how typically teams and games play their hand at the end of game situations, and the Charger woofed game let's say you don't convert the fourth and seven chargers have the ball near midfield they're going to plink it into field goal range and then get super conservative kick a field goal to go up seven that ain't terrible you'll still get the ball back with four minutes three minutes to go only down seven so you got to factor that in as that's how they'll likely play it in the worst case scenario which means you're still very much alive go for it sure yeah. all right there? uh Jersey numbers
2: oh God I, I' this change where they're allowed to wear different numbers it's killing me I mean I'm watching replays of games and all these veterans have changed their numbers I know. you don't realize that you know their numbers until you're like wait who's two <laughs> who's six okay, wait, now. who's seven right. what well the hell?
0: I I hate it as well I I always you know when the NFL did open up receivers to the teens, it was because they ran out of '80s numbers because you know these every team used to have three wide receivers back in the '70s and '80s, right? And they're like, we're stocked right. now. You got six or sometimes seven, so you had to do that. But I don't like linebackers wearing single digits. I just don't. I agree with Never. you on that. Brady I says it's hard to pick up the
2: mic choice on a team. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, bad beat. Bad beat of the week. Lions or the Niners? You took the Niners playing nine. They're up twenty four with two and a half to play. Jesus Christ! <laughs> and the Lions not only score twice, they hit two two point conversions to lose by eight, catching nine. <laughs> That's bad.
0: Uh, is losing to the Saints thirty eight to three a bad thing?
2: Yeah, I, I, I don't know if you already noticed this. Um, what the, your Packers lost thirty eight three to the Saints? Yes. On opening night. Yes. Who lost thirty eight three to the Saints on opening day last year?
0: That was the Buccaneers.
2: The Buccaneers who won the Super Bowl. <laughs> wow. How about that?
0: That was opening day?
2: Yes. You sure. I'm I'm 50% what? positive.
0: <laughs> what? What was the Sunday night game in October where Yeah, that
2: the other Bucks beating. Brady got beat bad by the Saints in week 1. Who and do they
0: is, who do they get thrashed by? Yeah. on Sunday night in October. I was in Vegas at the time, and I was kind of drunk, and I bet the bucks, and I was just angry about it. I'll look it up. But, yeah, yeah they've had I that before. Fall. Okay. Uh, what else do you want to get to before we get to our picks?
2: Uh, I'll throw this at you quickly. I would just say, you know, what I look for when I watch games is who's better than – everybody knows the box score. Who played better than it looks and who played worse than it looks? That's what I like to take away early in the year. Everybody knows what the yards and the total points were. Teams that played better than you would think, Colts, Philly, even though they won, Detroit ran the ball. They played better than worse, better than you would think. Worse than you would think, Jets, they were so bad, I can't even begin to evaluate um, Zach Wilson, no idea. Um, Minnesota and even Carolina uh, were teams that I thought played worse than they sh- you know, were expected and worse than it looked. Uh, the and then, o- of course, there's the I forgot to turn in my paper. The Packer, <laughs> I don't have any. To uh,
0: do look, we've we've thrashed it around on 97 the game all week long, and it's uh, it's one of the worst outings they've ever put on tape. Rogers' body language was terrible. His post-game language was terrible. He didn't back up his coach when he called it an embarrassment. And a rude awakening, he basically said that's one game. So there's an yeah. immense amount of pressure on Rodgers to deliver a win in game number two on Monday night against uh Detroit. By the way, it was the op- it was the it was the game Tampa Bay did get crushed by New Orleans by that 38-3 yep.
2: on November. And had, there was a lot of questions about Brady coming to Tampa after one game last year. Everything Rogers is dealing with. Yep.
0: But that was in Tampa and there was November eighth, not October, November eighth. Brady was 22 of 38 for three INTs, no touchdowns. Opening okay. week, he wasn't great either, but they lost that one in New Orleans, 34 to 23. Okay. Brady, Brady Brady was 23 of 36, two INTs, two touchdowns. So there you go on that. Okay. All right, let's get to our picks for the week, Mr. X. I'll go first. As always, I pick three games. I give you one lock. If you feel like winning more, bet all three. I went 2-1 last week. If I don't go 3-0 and oh for you, my next week's picks are absolutely free. <laughs> These free our picks are free. They're not worth anything. Okay. All right. Here's what I like this week. Overcorrection week two. I am dumpster diving on multiple massive spreads here. But I'm dumpster diving in a way that's odd because I'm going to take the points in one game. I'm going to lay the points in another.
2: You ready? That's a beautiful way to go one and one. These are
0: not my locks, but these are additional cheese. Dumpster diving. Hold your nose because both of these games just stink to high heaven. I love the Falcons plus 12 and a half against Tommy Boy and the Buccaneers. Now, why on earth would I like the Falcons, who looked like they had a white chalk outline around the entire team last week in losing to the Eagles? Simple. Kaleidoscope League. If you feel like you shouldn't be on the square, and I'm standing here on the Falcons plus the number, it feels dirty, it feels creepy, it feels wrong. When you are on a side that feels like you got Arch Schleister's stolen money and Pete Rose pushing you, guess what? You're right where you need to be. Sit tight. You're right on the money. Falcons plus the 12 and a half. The second one, which also skeeves me out, why am I laying 11 with the Packers against a Lions team that, yes, has been beaten four straight by the uh, Packers, but had a good run against them prior to that? I don't want to lay 11 with the Packers. What if they really are what they showed last week? Well... I'm going to lay those points because it feels dirty and wrong. Again, if you feel like you're on the wrong spot, that's probably right, right where you should be. I'll take the Packers minus the 11. Now, for my lock of the week, my candy from a baby, this is a joke. Just take the money and run. Niners minus three at Philly. Major correction coming for the Eagles. Yes, they played well. Yes, they, uh, Jalen Hurts looked pretty good. And, yes, the Niners lost Raheem Mostert, but they got other guys. This is a fundamental, deep, scary, fast team that got up big against a comparable opponent last week on the road, and they threw it away late. Not going to happen again. Only lay in three. Boom. I'm in. Niners minus three, my lock of the week.
2: You know, um, well, the one thing on that is X2 has been hammering me that I'm dead wrong on Jalen Hurts for three years now. And after this week's game, I'm starting to think he can play. He was good last week. He was good last week. But, um, I will say this, Abe, after listening to your logic there, (laughs) what did you say? Not to sound arrogant, which is what you say when you're going to sound arrogant. There's that time where you release the kid from class and say, you've learned everything there's to learn. (laughs) You're getting, I'm not going to say you're close. But week or year one on this podcast, I counted on you to just roll out sucker play after sucker play. And now <laughs> now you're on the other side of the fence, being sharp. Close.
0: I love it. I'm just literally looking for the dirtiest numbers out there and saying
2: who in their uh, right but, mind would yeah. bet bet this. And here's what's interesting about your pick real quick is you know, there's line, you know, like you could have bet week two in Vegas before week one was played. You know what I mean? They have what's called look ahead lines. Sure. Now, which ones moved? And I don't mean because of a quarterback going down or, or something like that. Because generally speaking, you know, the pack. Well, let's say the Packers get waxed. Vegas doesn't adjust their numbers. They they know the Packers are the Packers. Public adjusts their numbers. Vegas you know, uses the eighty twenty rule. They know how good the teams are already, and one game does not change their opinion. The games that the lines moved the most were the two of the three that had big moves you just nailed. Mm. Um, no. So the Green Bay one, and, the, and oh, the Tampa Atlanta, your pick. That line was seven a week ago. And after the first week, it moved all the way to 13. You said 12 and a half. It's up to 13. Wow. So you're dead on, like, why did it move that much? You're right. You're on the good side on those. All right. Okay. We'll see how it works um, out. My, your picks for the week. I'll give you these. And uh, I forgot your, your emailer's name, but tell them to get a pencil and write these down. <laughs> okay. Okay. Number one, um, I'm taking Denver um, minus six at Jacksonville. Jacksonville looked like a team that was poorly coached. And I don't think you correct that in a week. We know they're a weak team, but they were just not prepared for that game. It was atrocious. Yeah. So I'm on uh, Denver minus six. Don't like laying a touchdown on the road, but if you're not going to coach, I'll take it. Right. Number two, I'll take the Patriots. Um, even though they're on the road, they still, after these decades, they still hate the jets. <laughs> they, they, they hate the Jets, and I think the Jets were in total disarray. I don't think they rebound this quickly. You have Belichick versus a rookie quarterback, and he's on a bad team. That's a match I'll take Belichick every time. Even though no, Belichick has his own rookie quarterback. He does. I'm just saying he's going to He's going right. to confuse Zach Wilson. Sack Wilson. I, yeah, I hear you. And Wilson one. didn't look good when he was not confused. <laughs> so <laughs> right. add the Belichick confusion to the mix. Okay. And my third – Will be. I'm going to take Vegas, uh, catching six and a half, going to Pittsburgh. I think Pitt, Pitt's quite overrated after wow. that upset win in week one. But the number one will be Denver for your wow. tally.
0: The old NBC NFL theme. Does this bring back memories, Mr. X? Sure. Listen to this. <sighs> the soothing tones of Merlin Olsen and Don Crickey wash over me. Charlie Jones <laughs> with the great um, Dick Enberg hosting it. Oh I yes those days. Still the NFL. It's gotten so big, so loud, so rich, so over the top, so ridiculous in so many ways, so frustrating with the stupid penalties that are called for touching the quarterback. Hey, you looked at him mean. That's a penalty. But we still watch. Why? Best fucking game in the world. Yep.
2: You you tackled him low. Hey, I was on the ground. I didn't have a choice. (laughs) No,
0: All right. Call me Mr. X dot com is his website. Go there for more information if you want to be part of it. As always, Mr. X, we like to say on this edition of the Zavecast, only bet as much as you can afford to win. We'll see you next week. See you, bud. to make winning this season your best ever with MyBookie. With a historic 18-week schedule offering more action than ever before, you need a sportsbook casino that's reliable, and you won't find a better place than MyBookie. I know you're going to bet this season, so do the smart thing and sign up with MyBookie and use our promo code ZABE. That's Charlie Zulu, Alpha, Bravo Echo to get your first ever deposit matched dollar for dollar. That's extra money credited to your account instantly just for using promo code ZABE and making your first deposit today. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie and when you win, get paid.